0: That's 800 215 0465. Sad news
1: out of Phoenix yesterday. Muhammad Ali dead at the age of 74. We talked a little bit earlier about Muhammad and how, you know, one of the most recognized men on the planet and a little bit of his history. The funeral will be Wednesday in his hometown of Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Never. Ashamed to call himself uh, the greatest. Joining me now, an old friend, a boxing luminary himself, ring announcer extraordinaire, Mark Biro. Mark from Tampa, Florida, USA. How in the world are you?
2: Real good, Jeff. Thank you. (laughs) Good to talk to you. Very sad day. It's very Very sad. Very sad day.
1: So, have you uh I'm I'm assuming that you had a few uh times of crossing paths with Muhammad?
2: Oh yes, uh very much so. Uh we uh the first time I ever met him uh, uh was in believe it or not of all places Tulsa, Oklahoma. And um uh there was a charity event for uh children that both of us had volunteered. Uh, to be a part of, and Joe Frazier right. as well. And uh, the first time I saw him, he was in the lobby of the hotel that we were staying at, <laughs> and uh, he was entertaining children. He was he That's he was great. a big he was a big magic fan. You know he he uh, I don't mean Orlando Magic but right I got gotcha. you I mean, magician yes a magician. And uh, these children that were in the lobby were um, uh, just happened to be, uh, they had no connection to the event that we were involved in. They were just uh, sons and daughters of people that were either checking in or checking out of the hotel. And he was there in the lobby dazzling them, and I have to say me too, uh, with a lot of magic tricks. (laughs) It was great. I remember he told me uh, the first time he talked to me after I I was sitting with the kids uh, watching him do all this, and he said uh, uh, in that soft voice that he had, and he said, um, "I wish I could get, uh, I, I wish I could make you disappear, Mister Announcer." <laughs>
1: well, I can guarantee that he's not the first one to think
2: that. Boy, you took it right out of my mouth, Jeff. Thanks a lot. <laughs> but that's the kind of guy he was he and uh he he was uh you you know as boisterous as he was uh in, in the show business of boxing as as a person he was a very quiet guy and and in fact anything you read about him in his early years he was he was very much a a very shy guy you know you 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 just couldn't right. believe the way he transformed himself
1: well he transformed himself and, really uh, after you
2: know,
1: and, I was just saying he transformed he, no, he transformed himself really after the uh uh the first bout right I mean when, when he stopped being Cassius Clay when he became Muhammad I mean that was the big transformation for him yes
2: but he also uh as Cassius Clay when he was starting out in the 50s and uh he he um he modeled himself after the professional wrestler, Gorgeous George. Nice. He really couldn't believe when he saw Gorgeous George on TV uh, promoting <laughs> his wrestling matches, he actually went and bought a ticket and went to the arena to see all the people that just hated Gorgeous George and wanted to see him get beat. And he said, wow, that's a good way to sell tickets.
1: Right. All right, just look yes, how pretty I am. Look how pretty I am.
2: <laughs> That's right. And you know the truth is, when That's he was great. an Olympic hero, he never drank, he didn't smoke, he didn't run around. He always stayed right. within his own community. And and he had a great mind for knowing who's a great people in boxing that he admired and one of the first people he he went and reached out to was angelo dundee and uh dundee always the great said angelo
1: dundee.
2: the great angelo dundee and and and, and uh, angelo uh he and i would talk uh, over dinner many times and he'd tell me you know if people knew what kind of a guy this this man was they you know they would love him all the more because he is he is that genuine and he's a good kid he always called him that he's a good kid well
1: anytime you met angelo dundee you were always a kid anyway hey kid
2: that's right so it did not matter that's right uh, he, so he asked me i remember uh um muhammad asked me one day he said mark uh did you ever did you ever box and i told him no i just looked this way naturally <laughs>
1: Funny. Very funny. Yes.
2: <laughs> so, but he was he was really good guy.
1: It was a shame. Uh, you know, I was reading, as, as you go back and you read a little bit of the history today, just trying to remember a little bit of, of his life that maybe you had forgotten. Because, I mean, he was Muhammad Ali. I mean, who doesn't know Muhammad Ali, right? But I mean, for years he was uh, aside from all being the you know the hated boxer, the look how pretty I am. I can't stand that guy. I want him to beat. When he decided to uh, be uh, a, a, an observer and not go to the war, um, man, he grew a lot of hate uh, for a lot of people. In hindsight, I think now we all go, pooh, man, good for him.
2: Well, that you know as as hated as he was for that stance uh i i could tell you jeff personally i was in high school and that affected me because uh, i made a decision not to go myself uh if i was ever called and i was just very lucky that i was never called but i have to tell you to me he was an inspiration in that endeavor but the, the 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 thing that really stands out about his refusal to serve was that the government offered him all kinds of cushy guarantees he wouldn't even have to carry a rifle or right. even be near uh, a, a confrontational uh zone he was he was almost guaranteed all of that and he still wouldn't do it on the principle and that knowing he had based th- it on,
1: right? And knowing that, look, the the whole point was was him not going. If they any, if he just sits at a desk for a couple of years, they still use him as some sort of promotional tool, and that's ridiculous.
2: That's correct. That's I mean, correct. And, and that. Joe Lewis um, did the same thing in World War II uh he he put on many benefits and raised a lot of money for for the folks on the home front milk fund and all of that uh Ali would have done the same thing and and the other thing he would have been able to hold on to the heavyweight right. championship and he would have done uh, legitimate benefits and also personal uh, uh monetary uh, uh endeavors but he he gave all that up. And let me tell you one of the things that isn't well known is that during his illegal exile after he was stripped of the title, the person who helped him financially on many occasions was Joe Frazier. Wow. And uh they they you know Joe Frazier and he both uh uh dreamed of the day that they would, you know, uh, finally reconcile the uh, championship uh, after Ali was stripped and, and Joe Frazier won tournaments to make him the champion, uh, Frazier gave him a lot of his purse of money money to, to keep Ali afloat. Ali was in bad straits. The ironic thing about that is the Supreme Court, when it ruled on Ali's case, right. ruled Eight to nothing. Right. I mean, there was no debate. Yeah, that was great. And the one abstention was Chief Justice uh, Rehnquist, who recused himself from the case because he had been involved in a lower case uh, decision and he recused himself. Otherwise, it would have been nine to nothing. Wow. Think of that. Yeah.
1: Think of yeah. That. All right. So, Mark Biro joining us now. Talk a little bit uh, about Muhammad Ali and his run ins uh, with Muhammad. Uh, Muhammad Ali, obviously, uh, sad news, uh, passing away yesterday in Phoenix at the age of seventy-four, struggling uh, from Parkinson's and having uh, respiratory issues that he couldn't uh, overcome uh, yesterday. Uh, very sad news. Um, we saw him, we watched him to prove what a what a great you know icon he was. Um, even when struggling with such a horrible disease, he took it out in front of the people and said, Hey, here I am, and this is what I'm struggling with, and I'm still Muhammad Ali. I am the greatest. I mean, it was tremendous.
2: Well, uh, in many uh, Las Vegas cards that I was involved in, in which he was a guest, uh uh these arenas that would hold, you know, six, eight thousand people and in the outdoor parking lots even more than that, twenty thousand. When he would come into the arena, and he had this Parkinson's, and you could see him just moving. He had this slight smile on his face. He was never, you know, he wasn't boisterous at that point. Right. As soon still, as though, he walked into the arena. Still Mohammed. The entire <laughs> Yes. The whole place stood up, and, uh, you know, from the time at the outermost part of the arena to sitting at ringside, the entire arena would, would give him a standing. O. you know, I mean, it was, uh, you, you see the respect of people, including those who, who never took a liking to him. They all loved him and respected and admired what he really stood for.
1: So one, uh, I want one final story of a run in with Muhammad. Well, uh, time for one more.
2: Okay. Uh, When Layla Ali was fighting for the women's championship, uh, I happened to be the ring announcer for that event. And uh, we had gone out uh, to eat together at one of the casino restaurants. And while we were sitting there, Ali was across the table from me. And he said, I just got me a dog. And I said, Oh, you do? You got a pet? A dog? And he said, yeah, guess what kind it is? And I said, I don't know, Muhammad. What What is it? A boxer. I, I, <laughs> the whole place just cracked up, and you know, everything. That's kind of. <laughs> he never stopped, you know.
1: <laughs> Mark Biro, uh, boxing announcer extraordinaire, and a good friend. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. And you can go on. Jeff, and, give go, me go to give me a call shop. on your
2: own. I I I enjoyed it, brother. I will.
1: I love you. We'll talk to you later. Mark Biro from Tampa, Florida, uh, boxing announcer extraordinaire, talking a little Muhammad Ali and uh, the sad news that uh, Muhammad uh, passed away yesterday at the age of 74.
0: This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.